Okay, 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 we are back. What up, everybody? It is Jason, a.k.a. Jay Burns. I am your host of the Man to Man podcast. Super excited to be with y'all. I have got a fire show prepared for today, and I'm looking forward to getting into this. But before we do, I want to remind y'all of a couple of things. Number one, make sure you're following us on Instagram. The reason why I'm saying this is, I have got some super hot video content coming in the very near future, and I can promise you, you don't want to miss it, all right? I'm taking off the gloves and turning up the heat, (laughs) so you're going to want to see this, so make sure you're following us on Instagram. Again, Man to Man TV, and my artist page is jburns615. The next thing is, got a website. That website is jburns.me, and on that website, you have access to three things. Okay, number one, you can find my music on any platform that you listen to your music on. That's there. Number two, you can find access to the podcast on whatever platform that you listen to your podcast on. So that is also there. And number three, you can find access to the merch. And if you are looking to support the Man to Man podcast in that way, we would really appreciate it. I've got some. I actually sold some merch this week. And let me tell you, this stuff is really, really nice. The hats are embroidered, the hoodies are embroidered, the t-shirts are a really, really nice print. Stuff is really high quality, so we're not going to go cheap. I think if you're going to do stuff like this, especially if you're a Christian, excellence is the only way to go. So stuff is really, really nice. The hoodies fit really, really nice. The t-shirts fit really nice. So you want to support us in that way, I would appreciate it. And I'll say this as well. If you've got some men in your life that you're trying to reach, share the podcast with them. You know, my goal is to add value to the lives of men, but specifically, I'm trying to lead men to a relationship with Jesus. And if you've got some men you're trying to reach, maybe the podcast would be a good way to to draw them in and to bring them into the community. So last thing that I'm going to throw out there before we get started is I've got some episodes that I'm going to be releasing here in the near future that are off of the every other Friday schedule that we have going on right now because I see some things going on in the world politically and what really bothers me is the way that I see certain Christians, especially those with large platforms, addressing and dealing with those things. To be honest, some of it's very hypocritical and I feel like it's time we talk about it. So I'm going to be addressing that. Now, I'm also going to say this. If you're looking for some podcasts that are extremely informative, guys who really know their stuff, really know what they're talking about, I'm going to throw a few out there. You could listen to The Ben Shapiro Show, The Matt Walsh Show, The Charlie Kirk Show, and my personal favorite is The Dan Bongino Show. Dan Bongino was a New York City police officer, if I'm not mistaken. He worked in the Secret Service for several years, and this guy has, I would dare say, Sources that no one else in the mainstream media has in the political world. And if you are looking for some shows that have really, really good information, that is where I would start, okay? So I just want to throw that out there. All right, let's get into today's show. So a couple weeks ago, I released the very first episode of a series that I'm doing called The Seas of Manhood. And the very first one that I did was on courage. If you haven't listened, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it. Some of the things that I'm going to say today will probably make a little bit more sense. But today we're going to talk about commitment and consistency. And I believe that these two things work simultaneously, kind of like two pedals on a bike, if you will. So 
I want to start out with a quote that I heard by Denzel Washington. And I'm sure that a lot of you guys have heard this before, but I'm going to add something to it on the back end. Okay. Without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. Although commitment doesn't guarantee success, a lack of commitment guarantees no success. You can't be successful if you're not committed to your craft first. Now, I want you to think about that. It doesn't matter whether you're a pastor, ministry leader, a teacher, a husband, a father, an athlete, an artist, whatever. I could go on and on and on. You will go absolutely nowhere without first making a decision that you are going to be committed and you are going to be consistent in whatever it is that you have chosen to do with your life. Now, doing so doesn't mean you're going to be the greatest, but I can guarantee you one thing, without being committed to that thing, I can guarantee you that you will go absolutely nowhere. You have to make a decision in whatever it is that you are doing and have chose to do with your life, you're going to be committed and you're going to be consistent. What would happen to your business? What would happen to your job, your marriage, your kids, your church, whatever it is that you do? What would happen if you were not committed and you were not consistent? All of those things would fall apart. Now, the very best example that I could think of to demonstrate this is the greatest basketball player of all time. And I know what some of y'all are thinking. It ain't freaking LeBron. (laughs) It's not. And here's why I say that. I'm going to riff for just a second. (laughs) I have to say this because I'm a major, major Michael Jordan fan. Okay. Number one, the only thing that LeBron is the greatest at is flopping. There's a highlight reel. And wait, it's not a highlight reel. It's just a video. There ain't no highlights to it. It's a reel, a video. There is a video showing the egregious flopping of LeBron James. And it is absolutely ridiculous how this man flops around a basketball court the way that he does, especially being as big and as strong as he is. (laughs) Like... It makes no sense. So to compare him to Michael Jordan, just based off of that, in my opinion, is utterly disrespectful and you should just quit watching basketball. That's where I'm at with that. But on top of that, Michael Jordan played three years of college that LeBron James didn't play. And LeBron James had a longer career in the NBA than Jordan did. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. I think I seen something going around the internet about some allegations surrounding LeBron and him taking performance enhancing drugs. (laughs) I don't know if it's true. Not saying it is. I'm not saying it ain't. I'm just saying, throwing that out there. But at the end of the day, nobody has had the impact on the game of basketball and whose name resonates the way it does like Michael Jordan. And I found this quote by Michael Jordan's personal trainer. And I want you to listen to this. His name is Tim Grover. Listen to what he had to say. People are always asking me about the secrets and tricks I use to get results. Sorry if this disappoints you. There are no secrets. There are no tricks. It's simple. Ask yourself, where are you now and where do you want to be instead? Now, gentlemen, listen to me. When you have a vision of the man that you want to be, without commitment and consistency, you're never going to get there. You have to ask yourself, Where am I at right now versus where do I want to be? And the real challenge is, what are you doing to get there? 
Are you committed? Are you remaining consistent in achieving that goal? Now listen to this. Michael Jordan is widely considered to be the greatest basketball player of all time. In fact, he's arguably one of the greatest athletes of all time. He was a four-time gold medalist with the USA Basketball Team and was twice named the USA Basketball Male Athlete of the Year. For more than a decade, he was the face of the NBA. Above all, Michael Jordan's success can be attributed to his unparalleled work ethic. He approached every practice, every game, and every aspect of his life with a relentless pursuit of excellence. I love that. I want you to keep that in the back of your mind. A relentless pursuit of excellence. He understood that talent alone was not enough. It had to be accompanied by an unyielding commitment to improvement. Wow, gentlemen, how about that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. (laughs) Treat that phrase like a spotlight. Shine it onto your life and let's see where you're really at. How do you approach every area in your life, whether it's your walk with the Lord your relationship with your wife, your relationship with your kids, your life as an employee, ministry leader, business owner, artist, I don't give a crap, doesn't matter. How do you approach every single area in your life with a relentless pursuit of excellence and an unyielding commitment to improvement? Or do you do what my father used to say and do you half-ass everything that you do? (laughs) Sorry for the language, it's the best phrase that I could come up with. But I want you to think about that for a second. What kind of marriage do you expect to have? What kind of business do you expect to run? What type of platform as an artist do you expect to have? What kind of employee do you think you are? What kind of dad do you think you are? If you give a half-hearted effort to every single area of your life. Bedros Koulian says something, and I believe it's true. How you do one thing is how you do anything. You cut corners and you give a half-hearted effort in one thing, you're going to do it in anything. Things in your life would look vastly different if you gave it 100% all the time. You were committed and consistent to excellence and improvement in every area of your life. Because believe me, gentlemen, Things look vastly different when you actually give and make effort. They do. Michael Jordan said it himself. I've always believed that if you put in the work, the results will come. But the flip side of that is you don't put in the work. You're not going to get anything. You're not going to have a great marriage if you don't invest in it. You're not going to have a great relationship with your children if you don't invest in them. Your business will fall apart. Your ministry will not grow. Your business will not succeed. Nothing in your life is going to go anywhere and make any progress if you don't make effort, if you're not committed, and if you're not consistent. I remember watching Michael Jordan as a kid, and he was absolutely remarkable. I haven't seen anything else like that since, if I'm being honest. And... I remember hearing stories about his sickening work ethic, his competitiveness, his drive to be the best. If we just approached our lives and everything in our lives like that, things would look drastically different. I'm not okay with mediocre. I want exceptional. 
Gentlemen, if you don't want mediocre, if you want exceptional, you have to be willing to put in the work that it takes to have exceptional. No matter what area of life we're talking about. You don't put in the work, you won't get the results. Period. Let me share a few areas with you guys that I believe are really good places to start, okay? One of them is your spiritual growth. You have to be disciplined in your devotional time. Reading your Bible, spending time in prayer, and developing your relationship with the Lord. That's where all of this starts, okay? Your mental and emotional health. At some point, your behavior, your maturity, your ability to exhibit self-control should all show signs of growth as a man. Another one is your physical well-being. Yes, taking care. Listen, I don't care what anybody tells you. All of these things are connected. And I'm going to give you some Bible verses to support this theory. But all of these things are connected. Taking care of your body, being disciplined about what you put into your body, how much and how often you exercise, those things should matter to you as well. It's hard to talk to your son about being disciplined and having self-respect when you're overweight and out of shape. You have to make time to exercise and to take care of your body. I do this every single day. I get up every single day at 4.30. I make breakfast, I read my Bible, I pray, and then I go to the gym. All of that before even going to work. That's how I start my day. Let me give you some scripture to back this up. 1 Corinthians 13.11. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up my childish ways. Fellas, listen to me. A boy has to have someone take care of them. A man takes care of himself, but a grown man takes care of his wife and children. At some point, you have to grow up. You have to be able to stand on your own two feet and take care of yourself. You have to have self-control over your emotions. You should not be 40 acting 14. There should be a massive difference in your maturity level, in your self-control, in your behavior as a grown man, as opposed to when you were a boy. You got to dead the ways of a child. It's time to grow up. Listen to me. Your inability to stick with anything, any relationship, being apathetic when it comes to your spiritual development, expecting somebody to hold your hand in that process, that's immaturity. That's how a child behaves. Still acting selfish, throwing temper tantrums when you don't get your way, being overly emotional when it's inappropriate. Quite frankly, as a man, it's inappropriate to be overly emotional anytime. There's appropriate ways to show and demonstrate emotion. Not being able to problem solve, avoiding conflict and confrontation that you may need to have to get past an issue because you're immature and you take everything personal not being able to deal with any kind of stress well, always taking the path of least resistance because you're a freaking coward. How about the guy who is late everywhere he goes? He's never on time to anything. You're late to work, you're late to church, you're late to meetings, you forget what time you were supposed to take your wife out on a date, you forgot about your kid's ball game or whatever. Like, you are freaking late to everything. God, this gets under my skin. I hate that. It's disrespectful and irresponsible. You know what time you're supposed to be at work. You know what time you're supposed to be at church, at small group, at the meeting. 
taking your wife out on a date night. You know all of this. Quit freaking making excuses and grow up. God, that gets on my nerves. How about the guy whose diet is crap? Shows no discipline or self-control in your diet or your eating habits. You take no time or you do the bare freaking minimum when it comes to taking care of your body and your physical health. And then you stand around and wonder why your family don't or won't. Maybe it's because you're the example. You're out of shape. You're tired all the time. So your family, your church, ministry, your job, company, whatever, gets the laziest, worn out, sorry excuse of a man version of you because that's all you have to give to them. Because you're lazy and undisciplined and lack self-control. That really bothers me. Obviously. (laughs) I, I hate that. Practice a little bit of self-control with your food and alcohol. See if it doesn't make an impact on the rest of your life. Let me give you some more Bible to support this. I'm going to read something from the Old Testament, and then we're going to hear Jesus himself echoing this in the New Testament. I'm going to start in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 5 through 9. Listen to this. You shall love the Lord your God with all. You know what that word means? All of it. The whole thing. Every bit of it. All your heart and with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You know another word for diligently? Consistently. Committed and consistent. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your head And they shall be as frontlets between your eyes and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Now listen to this. This is somebody asking and saying this to Jesus and he echoes Deuteronomy chapter six, verses five through nine. Listen to what it says. And behold, a lawyer stood up and put him to the test saying, teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, what is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered him. Listen to what he says. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. Now go back and let's break that down. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, your emotional life. We talked about that. And with your soul, your spiritual life. We talked about that. And with all your strength, your physical life, and with all your mind, mental life, your emotional life, your spiritual life, your physical life, and your mental life. And this is probably going to be a bold statement, which if you know anything about me at this point, I'm not afraid to make them. (laughs) So here we go. You will never be able to convince me that all of those things aren't connected. I don't care what anybody tells you or what you've read. I believe that God made all of those things to work together. Your spirit, your mind, your body, Let me tell you how I know this or or how I've seen this come true in my own life. I am a much better man when I start my day, prayer, breakfast, Bible, and the weights. That is how I start my day now. I start my days by getting up in the morning, praying, reading my Bible, eating my breakfast, and going straight to the gym. Before I do anything else, 
I can't tell you how many times I've been at the gym lifting weights, thinking about things going on in my own life and God using that weight room to teach me things about my life. I've lately gotten real disciplined about my diet and about my exercise. And let me tell you something I've learned. Again, back to our very first statement. It's all about commitment and consistency. I committed to eating a certain way, staying consistent with that, with my exercise, and I have seen some growth and some results because of that. I have lost count of the number of times that God has spoken to me and taught me things just by going to the gym every morning. Those weights don't get any lighter. 225 pounds is still 225 pounds on a bench press. It don't get no lighter. I'm the one that gets stronger. Amen. And what, what that weight room has taught me is commitment and consistency is the only way to achieve your goals. Let me tell you something. If you go to the gym, you know them, them weights ain't giving an inch. You've got to earn every pound. Amen. But it's not just in the weight room. That's with every area in your life. It's not going to give you anything. Life is going to give you nothing. You're going to have to fight for every inch. You're going to have to be committed. You're going to have to remain consistent, whether it's difficult or not. Amen. Let me tell you something. As men, you're going to have a lot of difficult days. Some days where you want to throw in the towel and quit. Believe me, I've been there more times than I can count. But if you have placed your faith, your trust in Jesus, and you have the Holy Spirit, he will give you just enough to lay your head down at night because the Bible says his mercy is new every morning and you can start anew afresh the next day. Amen. Gentlemen, listen to me. Commitment and consistency, a relentless pursuit of excellence and an unyielding commitment to improvement in every area of your life. If you approach it just like that, I promise you will see a change. And again, I never claim to be an expert on marriage. I never claim to be an expert in parenting. I don't really claim to be an expert in anything. But what I am telling you is there are areas of my life where I have seen change, where I have seen growth. And what has brought that change and what has brought that growth is commitment and consistency Amen. through the good days and the bad days, the easy days and the hard days. You remain committed and consistent with a relentless pursuit of excellence and an unyielding commitment to improvement, to be the very best man you can be in every single area of your life. And I promise you, if you have surrendered your life to Jesus, that the Holy Spirit is with you every single step of the way. And if you trust him and do things his way, you will see improvement in your life. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Whew. Man. Turn up a little bit today. Listen, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I, I am really excited about where this podcast is going. I believe we're going to do big things. We're going to build up men, train men to be better men, to be God's men, and to do things God's way, to make an impact in the world. A lot of people around us are depending upon us to be the men that God's created us to be. That's the goal. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next time.
Grace and peace. Wanna see the sun, gotta make it through the rain. So you wanna see the blessing, gotta make it through the pain. I'm better under pressure, it's where I'm seeing my gains. So I'm welcoming the challenges, it's where I see the change. Yeah. Don't matter what we go through, ain't a thing that can face my crew. Made it through the pain and stay true. No matter what comes, we gonna be 